This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me, Simon Calder. It's Thursday the 9th of November and I'm back at London Waterloo Station, the busiest railway station in the UK and therefore a good place to take stock of the latest turn in the long and bitter rail disputes that are going on. Just as a reminder, in June 2022, the first national rail strikes since the 1980s began on the railways of Britain. Initially, on Midsummer's Day last year, it was the RMT Union. They were joined a month later by the train drivers belonging to the ASLEF Union. The dispute is best summed up in a few words. The rail unions say we want decent, no-strings offers that take into account the high level of inflation. We worked all the way through Covid, we haven't had a pay rise for a long time, we want some money and we don't want it tied to any changes in our working practices. We'll certainly talk about those but you are going to have to come up with extra money effectively to buy those from us. The train operators, and we're talking here about the 14 train operators directly contracted by the Department for Transport to run services, and actually any deal is going to be signed off by the ministers. They say, you're joking, we can't possibly afford that. We'll give you a modest pay increase, but we can only do that if you agree to more efficient ways of working. Have you seen how much we're losing? The taxpayer is currently pumping in £4,000 per minute on top of the usual subsidy of £12,300 per minute. This cannot go on. So the strikes began. Um, I've calculated that the RMT has walked out on 33 separate days. The ASLEF Train Drivers Union is currently up to 14. So, at last, something has changed. Late on Wednesday, we were told that the RMT union was putting an offer to its members. We don't know exactly the details, but I think we can be pretty sure it's a pay rise of between 4 and 5% and there's going to be a bit of uplift for the lowest paid workers. But what's different is that this does not have any conditions attached. The idea is, if members vote to accept it in a referendum then uh, there will be an end to the uh, current strike mandate talks will then begin early next year and look at well the years to come and what changes need to be made and effectively it will be happening at a local level each individual train operating company will be doing their own negotiations but of course the uh, Department for Transport will be keeping a clear close eye on them since they effectively pay for the whole lot. So the first question is 
Will it be accepted? My strong belief is yes, it will. Now, you need to know that the uh, members of the RMT, you need to know that last month, RMT Motors members voted 90 to 10 in favour of more industrial action. That was on a turnout of 64%. So more than half of the members uh, voted for that. And furthermore, the union leadership, and that's Mick Lynch, the general secretary, hasn't said, we recommend that you accept this. That's, I think, because of a very difficult, uh, the very difficult dance that's been going on to try to come up with something that the um, really quite militant National Executive Committee of the RMT will find acceptable. And that they've said, OK, put it out, but you can't recommend it. And that's what's happening. But if you think about it, people have lost a lot of money by walking out. They haven't had a pay rise for a year and a half. A large tranche of back pay just in time for Christmas is, I think, indicative of the fact that they will accept. Also, the fact that support for the service strikes has ebbed and as it's gone on the train operators on rmt strike days have been walking out uh, have been um, actually putting on more services uh, each time so the strikes uh, were kind of looking as though they were starting to crumble or at least support for them so all over by christmas we can all celebrate there is no possible uh, disruption absolutely not i'm afraid the strong likelihood is that the train drivers union who last went on strike last month are going to be calling further walkouts in the run-up to Christmas and the new year. They are in a very, very different position from RMT members. They are generally well paid. Um, the average is about £60,000 a year. That means that they can, it won't be uh, such a blow to them if they lose a day's pay. Yes, they'll lose more money, but arguably they will have more, they will be able more to afford it. They've also been on strike for fewer days. But I think that they will be walking out in a kind of remember we are here sort of way. Uh, talking to the General Secretary, Mick Whelan, um, he says that uh, it could well have a change of government before this dispute ends. I'd like to think that actually the fact that the government's come up with this might mean that they can come up with a deal that would appeal to the uh, to train drivers in the same way but well they know that their industrial muscle is much stronger than the RMT's their strikes are more heavily supported and basically a lot of train operators just cancel all their services when ASLEF go on strike they don't do that when the RMT goes on strike so we shall watch and wait and meanwhile I shall wish you well on your journey this uh, day and across the weekend wherever you are going and i hope it's on time and fun thanks for listening goodbye